Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. So let me get this straight. It's a, it's a joke, right? I mean, birthing people? Birthing people, really. <laughs> What's next with these people? AOC is, uh, says she can stop crime with less prisons. And we could also stop crime by not having any laws. I mean, that would stop crime, too. Virginia schools and critical race theory make national news, and it's not good. Let's talk about it next. Virginia citizens and American patriots radio. As the founding fathers intended, the Lee brothers, my name is Scott Lee. So the empty chair across from me here is uh, the home of Richard Lee, who's not here. As uh, many of you know, and uh, many of you listened, and many of you prayed for the Lee brothers, continue to pray for Richard Lee. He is home. He's fine. He's uh, recovering from a week in the hospital. Uh, He's got a lot going on, a lot of complications from the things that we've discussed multiple times on this show. I will simply say that uh, we will always covet your prayers and appreciate them here at the uh, Lee Brothers program, uh, as as Richard will be back, he he I talked to him today. He sounded good, little 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 down, but uh, that's that's actually a rarity because Richard is um, the epitome of not only morality and virtue, <laughs> if I may say, but just always in a good mood. So um, he's missed here, even as the show starts. So um, you can send him an email at Richard at the Lee Brothers dot com. Richard at TheLeeBrothers.com. Okay, we're up and running here. Single, the one-headed talk show outside of the capital of the Commonwealth. Missed him greatly. Hey, coming up at 5, the, the election is set. T-Mac is the governor uh, uh, choice for the Democrats. Can't wait to talk about that. Norm Leahy's going to join us from the Washington Post coming up in the next hour. So we'll, we'll talk about that. And, and um, apparently now our federal government wants to move the moon out of orbit. Uh, no, I, that, that's true. I mean, what you just heard is accurate. We're asking the Bureau of Land Management if we have the power to move the moon out of orbit for climate change, global warming. Of course, that's right after Biden this week told the military that this is the greatest threat to the planet and to us. A security threat to the United States of America is global warming. Why they, and I say they, the left, buys houses right on the ocean. Like, like they're really really concerned. So all that coming up in our program right now, the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Check us out there. You know, the, uh, the, one of the things that Richard and I talk so much about is our education system in the country. And it's really a train wreck. It's really a train wreck because it doesn't work like anything else works. If, if the school systems in our country work like, I don't know, markets like freedom and liberty, if any of that was a reality, and you could actually have those things in part. The private market, it just doesn't work. Okay, okay, Senator Mark Warner. He thinks the private market doesn't work. It works in every single thing. In fact, that's how you made your billions and millions of dollars. So don't give me this, uh, it doesn't work. But it certainly doesn't work in education because we don't have one. If you've been paying attention to the national news, you've seen that Loudoun County, Virginia is all over. It was on Fox News this week. It was all over the national radio and, you know, Virginia likes to be in the news. We're, we're kind of proud of our Commonwealth here. We're proud of Jefferson, Madison, Patrick Henry, George Washington. Uh, the, the mother of presidents still is this state. Uh, there's such great history here. It's the foundation of liberty and freedom. And it's actually a foundation of the beacon of hope on the planet Earth is Virginia. And then we get these stories that come out of Loudoun County and Fairfax, and, and it's just disgusting. And it's not just there. It's everywhere. 
everywhere we have critical race theory, we have trans policies that are impacting the youth of our country. It will never stop. And the reason it won't stop is because we don't have a choice as parents. Guess what? You have to go to that school. You're stuck in that school district. And by the way, even if it's a failing school, and I love what Richard Lee says when he's here, is there's no such thing as a failing school. There should not be one. The only reason there's such thing as a failing school is because governments are running them. Do you ever heard this statement ever? Failing grocery store? You've never heard that statement? You know why? (laughs) Because people can choose their grocery store, and they go there based upon all the many factors that markets provide. But if I told you when you moved in a neighborhood you can only shop at this grocery store, you would find that appalling. But somehow we embrace it in education. That's why schools suck. Or at least that's why they do what they do, because they know you don't have a choice. If they knew that parents had a choice, they wouldn't do any of this stuff. The big story this week is this Tanner. Tanner uh, Cross, he's a PE teacher at Leesburg Elementary School in Virginia, was suspended uh, on a typical day. He had played uh, a game of t-ball with his students. Nothing was out of the ordinary, except the evening... That evening, someone from Human Resources called Tanner and asked him to meet with him the next morning. When Tanner came to the meeting, he was immediately informed that he had been placed on administrative leave. Why? Why was he placed on administrative leave? Because something he said at a school board. Now, I'm going to give you this quick story, an update on this, since you don't know. And some of you at Mojo Five O across the nation don't know this story in Virginia. If you follow Fox News at all, you might have heard it. Here is the travesty of Tanner Cross. Here's what he said at the school board meeting. I love all of my students, but I will never lie to them regardless of the consequences. I'm a teacher, but I serve God first, and I will not affirm that a biological boy can be a girl and vice versa because it's against my religion. It's lying to a child. It's abuse to a child. It is all those things. Could you imagine somebody saying that? Not as a teacher in front of the kids, in front of the school board on his own time, he said that. Is he allowed to have that position? Is he allowed as a human being on the planet Earth to believe that you're lying to kids when you tell them you can be something else? Or even acknowledging what they think in their mind is accurate when it's not. It's not true. If somebody thinks they're a girl and they're a boy, they are lying to themselves. And we as a society have accepted it and said, yes, sure, continue to lie. There might be other things you're lying about. And not only do I want to lie about what I am as far as gender. If I'm a male, I want to be a female. You have to call me what I want to be called. Even if it's king or queen's child. What the kid's name is John. He goes, I want to be called Queen Atifa or something. I mean, are we supposed to do that too? How far do we take this? Trans policies and critical race theory are destroying our children They're destroying our country. Imagine raising a group of kids to hate the country and hate themselves and lie to themselves. And now there's a teacher who went to the school board where you're supposed to go, says these non-offensive things, but apparently they're offensive now, but things that you would normally say is now a problem. Here's what else he said. I will call any child uh, by their desired name. I just can't say things that are untrue. Why? We say things that are untrue all the time. That's what we do now. We call it political correctness. We call it trans policy. 
Thank God someone stood up and said, no, we're not doing this. That's what's appalling about this whole thing. And then the lawyer spoke up and he said, wait a minute, this is not right. And here it is. The reason this was so extreme was that the public, the school board punished Tanner simply for speaking at a public meeting in his private capacity. And even he went to work the next day and there were no problems, yet they still suspended him. That's unconstitutional and that shouldn't happen. No, it shouldn't happen. And guess what? It didn't. The court reversed it. Tanner had to come back to school. The school ate their words. Right now, the um, the court erred or a uh, uh, judge on the side of Tanner's constitutional rights that they violated it and ordered the school to reinstate Tanner while the lawsuit continues. So it's an injunction. Tanner's back in school. And now we have this hate field PE teacher has been there 15 years in the classroom. Can we allow Tanner to be there? You know what? We allow everything else. It's, it's ridiculous that this is even a case, um, that we have to uh, discuss. It comes back to my other point. You're only allowed certain views. Is Tanner Cross, a PE teacher at the elementary school in um, Leesburg, allowed to have this position? Is he? Well, he never mentioned to the kids. He doesn't talk about the kids. He just simply says, I can't lie to them. Is he allowed to say that? Is he allowed to have that position? That you see where we're going here in this country. If you don't if you don't fit exactly how we think, we will kick you out of school. You'll lose your job. So I'm not allowed to say that I think the trans policies hurt children. I'm not allowed to say you're lying to kids or I'll lose my job. I'm not allowed to say critical race theory is a destruction to our country. I'm not allowed to say that I believe either homosexuality is wrong. I can't even say that anymore. You imagine if he would have said that? Oh, they might drag him out, tar, and feather him. Coming up, my suggestions in 60 seconds. What to do as a parent with this? And clips of parents and their reaction and a, and a mother who experienced China and warned against critical race theory. All that in 60 seconds at LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. 
Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. No utility belts. That's because Richard's not here today. He actually has a utility belt and a Batman suit. It's an amazing human being. Richard Lee is uh, sick. He's not here. He's not joining me. Your prayers are coveted. The program misses him. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. That's how you reach us. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Tanner Cross is a teacher who said, I can't take it anymore. I must. I must object to lying to children, and the left goes crazy. Because we like lying to them. We have to lie to kids. Don't you see? It makes them feel better. If we told them they were wrong, they would feel bad. It hurts their feelings, and feelings are more important than truth, says the left. Tanner Cross is one that stood up and said, this is scary stuff. The trans policy that you're proposing in Loudoun County, Virginia, will hurt kids. I will not participate. He lost his job. The court came back and said, no, no, he's back. You can't do that. And that's a good thing. Then there's critical race theories being taught there also. Now, we all know what critical race theory is. If you don't, I won't spend time here telling you about it. Look it up. But essentially, this woman, this mother, this mother, who her name's Chai Van Fleet. She's from China. She, know, she recognized critical race theory. She recognized teaching kids about hate. She recognized this whole idea of bullying people to, to believe what the government believes. Listen to this woman, powerful, courageous mother in Loudoun County, Virginia. I've, I've been very alarmed about what's going on in our school. You are now teaching, training our children to be social justice warriors. And to- You're teaching our kids to be social justice warriors. That's what she says. Children to be social justice warriors and to loathe our country and our history. Erase our country and history? It's un- She's nailing this. Uh, growing up in Mao's China, all this seemed very familiar. The uh, communist regime used the same critical theory to divide people. The only difference is they use class instead of race. China divided people by class instead of race. She's upset. They're dividing us by race in the schools. And they are. And they, what I mean by they, the bureaucrats, liberals. She recognizes the threat to liberty. She continues. During the Cultural Revolution, I witnessed students and teachers again, turn against each other we changed school names to be politically correct. Um, we were taught to denounce our heritage. The Red Guards destroyed anything that is not communist. Old uh, statues, books, and anything else. <clears throat> we are also encouraged to report on each other, just like the uh, Student Equity Ambassador Program and the Bias Reporting System. They were encouraged to tell on each other, like their ambassador program that they have in Loudoun County. This woman knows what China did, and we're doing the same thing in our schools. This is indeed the American version of the Chinese communist, the Chinese cultural revolution. The critical race theory has its roots in cultural Marxism. It should have no place in our schools. Cultural racism has its roots in Marxism. Who's listening to this? Sure, she said it in front of the school board in Loudoun County, but is America listening? Are you listening? This is what's being taught to your kids, whether you are involved or not. This is your only job as a parent 
is to raise your kids to be moral, productive, and God-fearing. Not put a TV in front of them or a phone and, or send them to school not knowing what's being taught. Parents have a massive responsibility to engage the teachers, the school board, the, and our culture in the fight for the sanctity, the liberty, and the, and the, um, the purity of our children, which we're destroying. Wasn't it better when no one knew about these sexual terms or about transgender? Wasn't it better then? Now we got kindergartens. We've destroyed their innocence. As parents, we've let it happen. As parents, it's our job to fight for our kids. And if we're not doing it, who will? I'll tell you who will. The school boards. The educrats. The left. My son came in from, uh, from high school anyways there. This is many years ago. Ran into the house, ran into my office, and said, Dad, here's what happened in class today. The teachers was using foul language. He was encouraging other kids in the class to use foul language. And they played this video on Gay Pride Day, and it was a gay video. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I stood up and said, is that teacher in school right now? Yes. I got in my car, drove two miles down the road, walked in the front of the class, into the office, and said, is this teacher here right now? And they said, yes. Why? I said, I need to speak with them immediately. They brought a security guard out to me, escorted me down to the classroom where I sat there in front of the teacher and asked them very specific questions. Do you allow cussing in your class? Absolutely not, Mr. Lee. I do not. Oh, then why did you play a video with a foul language in it and every four-letter word you can think of? Uh, well, I, don't, I, I, I didn't think the kids, would ma- the kids would care. That's what the teacher said to me. Of course the kids don't care. They're kids. That's why we're adults. This teacher did this, played a video with foul language in it. Then he said to me, uh, do you want to see the video? I said, no, I don't particularly want to see it. My son told me about it, said it was disgusting. He goes, well, it really wasn't that bad. Let me show it to you. So the teacher let me watch the video, and it was the most disgusting gay parade I had ever seen. And when it was over, I looked at him. And I said, you are a disgusting person. And his eyes got big. He goes, what are you talking about? For you to play something like this in front of the kids in this classroom who are 16 year old, they were sophomores in high school. That is pure indoctrination. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. He was completely blown away. And he said, I've never, he said, I've never had anyone complain. <laughs> of course not. And kids going to go home and tell their parents. And then what are we going to do as parents? Nothing. We're scared to. We need courage to do the right thing. Fairfax teacher showed courage at the Loudoun Loudoun County School Board this week. Here's what that parent, this was a parent and a Fairfax teacher confronting the school board, but it was encouraging to you and to me. Fairfax County public school teacher, and I'm going to give a message of encouragement to parents and teachers and students who are too afraid to come and speak forward. Parents, the longer that you wait and you don't hold your child's schools accountable gives these guys more time to dictate what's best for your child's physical, mental, and emotional health. Don't be afraid to speak out for your kids because they are voiceless and they, and they rely on you. 
You should be afraid of them rooting for socialism by the time they get to middle school. Teachers, it may seem that our careers have come to a dead end, but I'm here to remind you, we don't work for the school board. We work to mold the next generation of well-rounded American patriots. So don't give up because it is up to us. Students, you are on the front lines of these indoctrination camps. Challenge the staff when you're presented with a ludicrous statement and do not allow anybody to tell you that you cannot accomplish anything because of your skin color or to hate yourself because of your skin color. Students, it is up to you to be the next generation of victims or victors. And finally, to the board, this isn't over and your policies are just as... Then they cut her mic. Ah, she was... She was telling the truth. Can't have that. Cut her mic off quick. Apparently the time ran out. Was that not the most encouraging you've heard? That's a Fairfax teacher and a mother telling you to speak up. Have courage. We need to change this. In America, we need school choice, and we need the parents to fight in the public education system. We should have started a long time ago. Now, it may just be too late. All right, coming up, the uh, teachers were fired in Texas for text messages you won't believe. I'll look forward to sharing that with you in 60 seconds or cry with you either way. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four Fs, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's my pills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with my pills to go.com. My daughter takes three pills per day and she uses it too. Check it out today at my pills to go.com. That's my pills, the number two, go. Dot com. My pills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. It's a great song. Uplifting. If I told Look this up. My story, great song. You can just actually Google it. It's phenomenal. Maybe we need more of that kind of hope and stuff going on. It's so depressing sometimes to hear what's going on in our culture. And, um, but it takes courage. Look, there have been plenty of times in America's history where things were going the wrong way, and it took few men to stand up and fight against it. I mean, when, when 2,500 men left a trail of blood in the snow at the Battle of Trenton, that kind of courage is amazing, and it changed the course of American history. The very next day, we had 15,000 new troops sign up after we won. We need courage to fight against what's happening in our public education system, and Virginia is, should lead the way again. In Boston, two, t- two uh, members of the school board 
were texting back and forth. One of them said, best school committee meeting ever. I'm trying not to cry. Another one said, wait until the white racists start yelling at us. White racists. Where are those white racists? The next quote, whatever, they're delusional. I hate WR. Now, WR is West Roxbury. It's apparently a white community in Boston. Nice. So the school board members hates a certain part of the, of the, uh, of the county. The next response, sick of Westy Whites. Sick of Westy Whites? So now we have people on the school board in Boston who hate white people? They still have their whiteness. Oh, that's a good point. You still have your whiteness. The next text back? Yeah, me too. I really feel like saying that. Hate Westies. Westy Whites. Yo, they got caught. They got caught, and they tried to give answers. Here's what one said. I regret my personal text. It was inappropriate. But I love this but I'm not ashamed of the feelings from history that made me write those words. What? History made you write those words? Well, I got an idea. Stop living in history. Live in the current where America is the greatest place to live and love the country. You are an, these people on our school board, these are the bureaucrats. They're, they're, they're anti-racist racists. And they make comments like this. If I had time, I'd share the rest of this with you. It'd just, it'd make your head, just explode and you throw up everywhere. It's disgusting. But coming up, the, you, you know this term, uh, birthing people. You know, it used to be mothers, but birthing people now, that's a better term. It's more inclusive. In fact, I would like someone to explain it to me. The budget director in Biden's administration did this week. She was asked a question. Wait till you hear explanation below your mind. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Mojo Five O dot com. We built this city. Yeah. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. Richard Lee would say yeah. Just after the bottom of the half hour, outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee, who is not here. He is um, not feeling well and missed this one. We covet your prayers for him as he recovering from a... A list of things that we've been sharing with you over the last five years or so. So, um, Rich will be back. I talked to him this morning. He's in he's in good spirits and and uh, just an amazing American. And we need more of him. And so, uh, pray for Richard or send him an email. Richard at theleebrothers.com. He'll love to uh, love to hear from you there. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. There's a great video there. M- multiple videos there for your listening and viewing pleasure. One is this woke corporation. What is happening to our companies in America? Ben Shapiro dissects that for you at theleebrothers.com. And there's a uh, superstar on the horizon. 
this 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 guy from North Carolina. I think he's a lieutenant governor. Is that who he is? Yeah, he's lieutenant governor uh, Mark Robinson. This video is so unbelievable that this guy could be president in, in, in the very near future. On a main, and if you if you must know, because this seems to be the thing to know now, he's a black man. I don't I don't know. It doesn't matter to me, but it matters to the Democratic Party. Apparently, unless you're running in a primary, then you'll have just pick the two old white guys again. Democrats say they care, but they really don't. Um, they care about politics. They care about liberalism um, more than anything. But you'll love this video, theleadbrothers.com, theleadbrothers.com. And uh, the critical race theory is destroyed by a, here we go again, a black family, all that, at theleadbrothers.com. This is so laughable. I just don't understand how the American public even puts up with some of the things the left comes. This, this idea of birthing people. Now, birthing people is a terminology that, that never existed until the left came up with it. I mean, because there's only one gender that gives birth. It's women. Women who give birth. You can say mothers. Some people used to call them mothers, but now we call them birthing people. This is something that was in the recent budget. The Biden budget was sent out, seemed to have erased this entire idea of mothers. Instead, they put birthing people. Now, any person in their right mind just will just start laughing at this because it's lunacy. It's stupidity. It's ignorance. It's folly. How about all those words I'm looking for? I guess they're written over there. But this is exactly what it is. The normal human being that walks the planet Earth would never, ever think to rename women that have babies as birthing people, as if there's some other group out there that gives birth. Birthing people, you know, male, female, doesn't matter. They all give birth. No, they don't. This is a lie. It's another lie on America. Birthing people. Here is, here's the problem with birthing people. It's caught on. Here's a montage of just this week, the left talking about this new terminology you've never heard before. We have not created an infrastructure to support birthing people. All pregnant and birthing people deserve to be treated with love. All birthing people, all birthing people need to do. How about all mothers? How about all women who give? I mean, it's absurd. Birthing while black should not be a death sentence. Health equity for black birthing people is attainable. Mothers and babies and black birthing people are important. We desperately need long-term fixes to support the health care needs of black women and birthing people. The most <laughs> marginalized black and indigenous birthing people. To systemically shift the way we approach health care for birthing people of color. And respectful of black women and birthing people. The maternal mortality crisis among black birthing people in the United States. Black birthing people and birthing people. For birthing people. Black <laughs> birthing people. And our black birthing persons. For all birthing persons in Louisiana. That birthing people want doulas and midwives. And support for birthing um. people during the postpartum period. There are not enough black workers of color leaving black birthing people with limited autonomy or opportunity to receive racially concordant care. Wow. Protect black birthing people and to save lives. Thank you, and I yield back. These people actually think they're smart. They actually are in high positions of power in our country, and they think they've done something great. And they don't know that everyone is mocking them and laughing. And how stupid is this? This is, you know, it's interesting because we we live our lives and we never really think 
to be so stupid. We never think the bright among us will be come up with such ridiculous comments, birthing people. So I was wondering, is there anyone to really defend that? Because it seems like no one ever gets asked the question, what do you mean by birthing people? And why would you stick it in there? Well, that actually happened this week. This was at the, um, uh, the hearing. Um, Shalonda Young, she's the director, the acting director of the White House Office of Management and Budget, told uh, one of the congressmen at the House Budget Committee this week what they mean by birthing people. Uh, uh, congressman Smith, a Republican from Missouri, asked the question, here it is. The budget requests $26 million to reduce maternal mortality and eliminate race-based disparities in outcomes among, quote, birthing people. Uh, This is a shift from recent budgets, which referred to maternal health issues (laughs) as women's issues. Um, I've never heard the term before. Can you explain what it means? (laughs) It's just a great, I mean, he does it politely. Uh, I would have said, what is wrong with you? I mean, we've never used it before, ever. All of a sudden, birthing people is something that's urgent. Uh, everyone shakes their head at this. What does it mean? I, I actually love this because I, I, I was hoping someone would ask someone in the administration. Now, Sholanda Young is going to answer the question, but she, she's a radical that was right there with it. She doesn't apologize or even say, I don't know how I got in there. Here's her answer. Uh Absolutely. Uh, there, there are certain uh, people who do not uh, have uh, gender identities that apply to female or male. And so we think our language needs to be more inclusive in how. And stop it there. So it's about inclusive language. Got it. How many people who are pregnant can get pregnant? are sitting out there in America in some either hospital or maternity ward or anywhere driving a car pregnant going not sure about their gender identity. Is this a crisis I didn't know about? Are we really helping people by calling them birthing people? Or are we making it worse? If you're pregnant, you're a woman. Can't believe we've got to have this conversation. <laughs> this is absurd. Who is the party of science again? I just, if you're pregnant, you are a woman and you know this. By changing the language to be more inclusive of what? Is there one person? Bring me the person who thinks they don't know what they are when they're pregnant. Find me this person. And then explain to me how we made them feel better by calling them birthing people. Uh, there, there are certain... Uh, people who do not uh, have uh, gender identities that apply to female or male. <laughs> who are they? Okay, go ahead. And so we think our language needs to be more inclusive in how we deal with complex issues. Complex issues? This isn't complex. This is about as basic of a human conversation you can have. It's about as basic of science that exists. The only thing that's complex is there are people like this Shalonda Young, the director of the White House Management Budget, who doesn't understand? Yet she's running the budget? All of those giving birth uh, should have access to the same quality health care. So is the administration's official policy to relate replace the term woman with birthing people? I think our official policy is to make sure when people uh, get service from their government that they feel included, and we're trying to use inclusive language. Yeah, this is a travesty. 
they're somewhat out there. It doesn't feel like their government is making them feel inclusive. As if that's the government's role. I bet you Madison would just form the Constitution. Do we have inclusive language? This is so asinine. It's stupid. It's a joke. And unfortunately, it's, it's, this folly is actually a real conversation in real time in the United States of America. We have, an, we have issues that we, we have no idea yet. How can this possibly if you've been rise to a, a point of conversation in the United States of America in a congressional committee meeting? What does birthing people mean? <laughs> she should be laughed at and mocked. But, I mean, everything that's right gets mocked. Everything that's true, science that's real gets mocked. If you, and if you say it's true, then you're the one who gets mocked and impugned. Burger King is mocking Christians and slapping Chick-fil-A. Did you see this? Burger King is in this battle over food, as you, as you know, and they have this chicken sandwich. They tweeted this week, Burger King trolls Chick-fil-A in a new campaign vowing donations to the LGBTQ group for every chicken sandwich sold, even on Sundays, they say. Burger King, during Pride Month, even on Sundays, your chicken sandwich craving can do good. We're making a donation to the Human Rights Council for every sandwich sold. There's the difference. You can buy a sandwich at Chick-fil-A and... I guess you support what? No, no, I don't have any statements, but Burger King? No. You're supporting the LGBTQ community. Insane. The whole world's upside down. All right, coming up in 60 seconds, the Virginia Citizens Defense League uh, chair pack will join us to discuss what they're doing. And AOC says, I got an answer to crime. No more jail. <laughs> Insane. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative, dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Slight distance outside the capital of the Commonwealth, home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. We're huge fans of those guys, in case you don't know. Richard Lee is uh, sick. He's not with me today. So it's the, uh, other than the two-headed talk show, 
It's a one-headed talk show. Yeah. That means I can actually have people on the phone and talk to them more, I guess, sometimes. Sometimes when Richard's here, it's just, you know, we, we, don't, we like to talk to each other, so sometimes we get help. Joining right now is Kathy McNichol. She is the, um, the PAC chairman for the Virginia Citizens Defense League, and we're huge fans of them. Hey, Kathy. Hey, how are you? It was good to be on. Thank you. Well, thanks for. I, um, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to hear about your brother. Um, best wishes from BCDL and BCDL Pack. Well, that's perfect. He'll be glad to hear that. He's actually home. He was uh, well. She's sleeping a few minutes ago, but he's uh, he, he's okay. He'll he'll recover. And thanks, Kathy, for those wishes. We appreciate it. Hey, I wanted to have you on. Yeah. I wanted to have you on because um, I absolutely love. Obviously, you guys, we talk a lot about the Virginia Citizens Defense League, but I always get your alerts, and I encourage people to sign up for the alerts at vcdl.org. And and your alerts are helpful because they constantly give information, and I get this stuff all the time, uh, that helps on the show and helps us educate people. And this week is loaded with a bunch of stuff. And you send these uh, alerts out. You must have a team of people that do nothing but you know look all over and stay tuned to to what's happening to get these alerts sent out. I mean, it's a, they're very helpful. Right. It's a testament to um, the leadership at BCDL. And I tell people all the time, if you want to know what's going on um, in any locality, um, in the state legislature, or just what's going on around the country, uh, signing up to that alert is a must. And um, so they, they, do, they do all of this information um, they put it out. Of course, they're trying to gain membership every day. So I know you guys are huge fans. Um, there's 35,000 BCDL members across wow. the Commonwealth. Yeah. So um, we always want more. And while you're on there joining BCDL, if you just go to the membership, uh, go ahead and give the PAC an additional contribution because the wing, this wing, the, the political action committee is what helps uh, Second Amendment candidates get elected. So, um, you know, we're the arm that can fund candidates and help them. And that's what we do year after year and have been doing for about 20 years. So it, it's a real pleasure. I, I came into this role about a year ago and um, really gotten up to speed. Um, we've been doing a lot of great things. I don't know if you guys caught the forums that we did for the statewide candidates. Right. Um, the BCDL PAC is nonpartisan. So we invited everybody. We invited Republicans and Democrats to come onto a Zoom call because it was still before, you know, everything opened up and um, sit for an hour or an hour and a half and answer questions. And basically it was the questions from the BCDL survey asking about, you know, legislation that has happened within the past 18 months since the Democrats took control of the legislature. And um, we have had thousands of views. So that was a huge um, piece of information that people used for the May 8th Republican convention and also for the June 8th primary, which just happened this past Tuesday. Um, so we've, we've been, we, it took, it took a while to get all that together. Um, but the PAC has, uh, really been rocking and rolling. We were involved in special elections last fall. We were involved in, um, Travis Hackworth special election down in Southern Virginia, um, this spring and he won. Uh, we endorsed 66 local candidates last year. And I think people always forget that there are local candidates. It doesn't matter if it's a presidential year. There's some board of supervisors or city council or constitutional officer that is getting elected. So VCDL PAC will endorse those candidates as well. And um, we also have really um, put the budget behind social media ads for candidates. So it's something new that we've done. I think in the past, VCDL PAC has just been writing checks to candidates. 
But um, for the past year, we've been putting in social media ad buys. And so we're really getting into the politicking of it. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's really been eye-opening, and we've had really a great response over the past year with fundraising. So, and, and I thank you guys all the time because when I tune in, I see the VCDL Gun Saves Lives logo behind you. and oh, I see the, It just the popped up on the way, screen. So yeah. 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 So thank you because it, it's really huge, and it makes a big difference. Well, it, it, it is the, uh, it's the cause. The cause of freedom and liberty is found in the Second Amendment. And the thing I love about what you guys do is you help dissect these candidates. You know, let's just be, let's be fair. I mean, a lot of us, even in the political world, don't know exactly which candidates stand on the guns and, and, and those policies in the Second Amendment. What you guys do is you drill down. You, you send out the survey. They take the test, as it were, and it really exposes the, the side of the candidates and how they fit in the second amendment. And that is enlightening for, for all of us as we go to the polls and right. vote. You mentioned 35,000 Virginians that signed up on the alert. Is is that just Virginians or uh, how do you know, do you know if they're from Virginia or all over the country? No, it's 35,000 members of VCDL. So there's 35,000 people who pay to be a member of VCDL. I think there's over 60,000 people on that alert. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, so the alert is even larger. And you don't have to become a member to join up, you know, for the alert. So please don't think that you have to become a member, even though we would love for you to become a member. Um, you can go on there and join up for the alert without signing up for membership. Great. And, um, and we would definitely encourage that because... There's a lot of places you can put your money, but when it comes to the Second Amendment and and uh, and following these candidates, it's crucial. So, and that's right. These, and the money and go ahead. I'm sorry. No, the money is so important, and I just want to bring up to um, your listeners, and I know you know this, um, the money that has poured into the state of Virginia in 1719, and um, definitely this year, particularly the state legislative legislative races. Um, has been devastating. And not only are they trying to, you know, did they overturn, not overturn, not over did the Democrats take over the legislature, um, but they're putting people in key positions that make decisions, um, particularly on local gun issues, like Board of Supervisors races and Commonwealth attorneys. So, um, you know, when billions of dollars comes into the state of Virginia from these, you know, Soros and Bloomberg packs, and, and we know it happens, and, and I don't even have an aggregate for the past three election cycle, but it's in the tens of millions. Um, we're just one piece of what's trying to fight back and a whole coalition of like conservative causes, but being a single issue advocacy group, um, all of our money goes to pro-Second Amendment candidates, and 99% of what we bring in go to candidates, so we have virtually no overhead. Yep. So every dollar that you give to VCDL PAC is going straight to the candidates. Yeah, that's perfect. And that's exactly what needs to happen. We have an election coming up. Uh, Kathy, it's a pretty big deal here in Virginia. For yeah. <laughs> now, are, have you guys endorsed yet in that? Uh, we have not. We're endorsing in the general. Um, some of the House of Delegate races, um, they turned in their forms. I know I know there was a legislative um, grading for people who are already in the legislature. I know people who sent in the form before the two, before the convention. And the primary had their ratings put out. Um, but we're going to endorse in the general. So that's going to be coming up within the next couple of weeks. And we're going to be able to put money behind candidates and um, House of Delegate candidates, too, not just the three statewide. No, I understand. Great. Kathy, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Always good to, to talk to you guys and appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. And let me just mention, if you go on bcdl.org and go to contribute, the pack is the first 
piece that you just click on it and we would appreciate any and all donations. Indeed. Thank you so much. Good talk to you, Kath. Thanks. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. You too. That's Kathy McNichol. She's the uh, PAC chair for VCDL.org. VCDL.org. And a truly great American. By the way, they have an awesome, awesome YouTube channel with all the details that you can check out also. VCDL.org. O-R-G. LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. MyPills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. Guns save lives. Love it. And by the way, it is on the screen here. If you're watching on our YouTube channel or our Facebook channel to show live, we have a little ticker that runs across the bottom that talks about VCDL. And of course, it's all over our screens here in the studio. Outside the capital, the Commonwealth. All right, there are a few things that um, that are just about as stupid as you can imagine. And one of those is the birthing people. But the other one is something AOC said this week. You, I, I know many of you have heard it, but we got to play it again here. Here's, uh, here's AOC uh, talking about jails. It is not acceptable for us to use jails as garbage, garbage, dispo, garbage uh, uh, bins. Uh, 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 well, first of all, we don't. We use jails and prisons for a reason. It's called incarceration, incarceration, and it's for justice. These people should be in jail. And by the way, a jail shouldn't be fluffy. It shouldn't be soft. So if it's garbage, it's on purpose. Beings. And by the way, let me just say this. Who breaks their heart over what the prison looks like? The reason people are in prison is because they're, they're felons. They hurt people. They're, ba- they're bad people. Don't go there. Okay, anyway, Alexandria Cortez is all about, you know, just like T-Mac is with about parole. I mean, he wants people paroled and prisons to be nice. And they're not garbage shoots, she says. Anyway, she continues. If we want to reduce violent crime, if we want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer is to stop building more of them. (laughs) The answer is to make sure that we actually build more hospitals. We pay organizers. We get people mental health care and overall health care, employment, etc. It's to support communities, not throw them away. I don't even know how to explain the stupidness of that comment. There are bad there are bad people. There are evil people. Stop building jails and build hospitals. 
So what do we do when they're bad people? We put them in the hospital? You know, what we could do, if she was really white, she would have said, if we got rid of all the laws, then there would be no criminals because criminals, by definition, break laws. But if we don't have any laws, if you want to get rid of crime, get rid of the laws, Scott Lee. This woman is stupid. And by the way, if we have to build a prison on every corner because people suck, then we should do it. This is the left today. They embrace the criminal, not the victims, not law and order. They embrace the criminal. Build more hospitals to get rid of crime. What's the root cause of crime, as people say? It's not poverty. It's actually families. It's the breakdown of the family that has caused massive problems in our country. That's never addressed. It's hospitals and community organizers. <laughs> this, woman, this woman is actually running part of our country. It's insane. She's right up there with birthing people. You want less crime? Build a hospital. These <laughs> people, unbelievable. All right, coming up, election time. Norm Leahy's going to join us. That and more. Jet ahead. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Fighting for your right to be wrong. Mojo Five O. the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. So now we want to move the moon out of orbit because of climate change. No, that's a proposal by a congressman. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Non-vaccinated prom students get a number tattooed on their arm. No, that's not scary. Can't wait to tell you about that. And November election, it's set. It's it's T-Mac again. Oh, goody. I can't wait. We'll ask Norm Leahy that is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. And that would be Richard Lee if he was here, but he's not. Richard Lee is uh, not feeling well. He is. Uh, he actually was in the hospital all week long, so I encourage your prayers for him as he's recovering from uh, years and years of uh, pancreatic cancer and, and so many things that are going on in his life. So uh, we covet your prayers. You can send him an email, Richard at theleebrothers.com and tell him much you love him. Cause I do. And I'm going to miss him uh, until next week and uh, he'll be back. I did talk to him. He's got an amazing upbeat uh, attitude about life in general. It's always been contagious. So we love you, bro. Hope to have you back. Uh, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com up and running. Mojo five Oh, mojo com. check us out there our shows are archived and of course we're glad you uh, listen there on that phenomenal station mojo com. the democrats got together last week and uh, proposed uh put t-mac in the governor's mansion and they wanted um mark herring back for the what 18th time now or something as, as silly as that i mean i don't even know what and then we got a new lieutenant governor who was i just saw this term afro latino her name's Isla. Isla Norm Leahy joins me right now to help me with that. He's a columnist for the Washington Post, and I just ruined his reputation by saying he's a friend of mine. I think I can still say that. Norm? <laughs> I'll never survive. I'll never survive. How are you? Good, man. It's good to talk with you. You know, we, we used to talk every single week. Do you remember those days? Yes, I do. It, it, funny, Terry McAuliffe was running for governor then, too. 
Oh my gosh. You're you're exactly right. Well, I guess I guess yeah. we should this is when we have to meet every four years, is that <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that way, that way, we always have plausible deniability of anything that happens in between. But uh, yeah, it's amazing um, that we like your, you said in your intro that not only is Terry McAuliffe the Democratic gubernatorial nominee, but Mark Caring is uh, making his run for a third term as Attorney General, and ha- uh, Hala Ayala is the only new face uh, in the Lieutenant Governor slot, but. Um, Two-thirds of the 2013 ticket is running in 2021. That's rather odd thing uh, to be happening in Virginia. In fact, you know, it's, uh, but, but that's what Democrats have chosen to do. They've chosen what they think is the safe bet. Well, that's uh, what I was going to ask The you. tried and true. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is it safe for them? And, and you think that's really what they were thinking was safe or, or what? No, well, I think the the choice. It was. I think the, uh, the the primary was a fascinating result in that it was very pragmatic. Yes, they could. Democrats could have chosen history. They could have chosen to make a huge statement. They could have chosen someone who was very progressive. They didn't. McAuliffe, Terry McAuliffe, is many many things. Um, but at bottom, he's just a transactional politician. You want something? I got it. What? Let's make a deal. And he's always been. He's always been that way. Yeah, but he's, but he's definitely again. he's yeah. definitely a liberal. I mean, there's no doubt, and you know that. I mean, obviously, but I think your point is fair to say that he's he's probably yeah. he's probably not as much as the other ones on that ticket or on that option. Well, yeah, and that's that's exactly what he is. He's he's the he's the guy who's already won. So let's try him again. Uh, <laughs> I think more interesting is is what they did uh, in some of the House delegates primaries, where the uh, let's say the more outspoken dudes who were running, uh, in, especially in Northern Virginia, a couple of them were running for statewide office at the same time they were running for the House. Uh, three of them lost. Yeah. And they were chosen by more conventional, quiet, low-key, liberal people, as opposed to uh, very liberal, abrasive, Yeah, uh, I guess calling them dudes is about the most polite thing. Or bombastic say. socialists. But we, by the way, is exactly what Carter placed himself as, a bombastic socialist, beat you over the head with it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so that was interesting. I would like to. Uh, I think one way to look at it is the Democrats uh, committed hygiene in the pro, in the primaries. They they cleaned up their act a, a little bit in Northern Virginia, and I think that probably long term serves them well. Uh, it, well, it's interesting that that they would do. I mean, everything this party screams is the opposite of that. Everything I, you know, you would never would have thought yeah. that. I I actually thought T Mac would win because of name recognition and he's got a record he was running on. That's why I thought he'd win. But you actually think they went in to say, we can't be this leftist. Well, yeah. I mean, you're exactly right uh, that he he essentially ran as an incumbent and, and, and portrayed himself that way. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you put yourself through watching any of the democratic debates, oh, yeah. but Terry McAuliffe was running like he was the incumbent. eagerly yeah eagerly doing it so uh you know but 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 that's how he portrayed himself and you know that was something for these other folks they couldn't overcome and obviously that's 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 a big that's a big thing for anybody to overcome and and it makes even worse when he's got all the money and he had all the all the endorsements and all the party support backing him so but so in that way yeah it was inevitable on the one hand he made himself inevitable on the one hand. But on the other hand, I think voters said, 
we just want some to do this. We think it's going to win. Yeah. And I think that's what they did. I well, think that's what they did. I don't know that it's so different in the Republican side. I want you, because you're uh, a political guru, you're kind of a geek like that, too. And so am I. We, we belong together. Actually, we need to <laughs> find our way to Penny Lane and find a pint again. But anyway, so here, here's the deal. I think these these two uh, parties actually did things similar, but I would love for you to give me the comparison because you have Yunkin, who's not a politician, and never been one, and you have uh, Winsome Sears, who's lieutenant governor, uh, a black woman, and then you have the attorney general in Jason Mayeres, who is uh, Cuban, uh, his background, and then you go to the Democrats, you got two old white guys, one attorney general, one for governor, and uh, a new, I think you heard my term, I just read this, Afro-Latina, I never even thought if you base it norman Leahy, if you base it just on identity politics republicans have to win uh, well if that's your bag uh maybe so but i always think that uh well it's not my I, bag. I, I, maybe maybe well maybe that's my maybe it's my hope is that people look beyond that chromosome and they think what are these people actually stand for <laughs> well, I think that's the left, though. Uh, and, I guess and, and, what I'm saying the, is, if you're a Democrat or a liberal in the state of Virginia, you've got to you got to vote Dem- you got to vote Republican based upon your own policies, your own identity politics. Well, for those who uh, live, breathe, uh, and 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 base their lives on identity <laughs> politics, yeah, they're in a pickle. They're in a pickle. But I, I do agree with the point on the on the Republican side that the choice of Youngkin was the same sort of pragmatism that Democrats showed. Youngkin, like you said. First time run for office, right? First time run for statewide office, and he went. He won that that bizarre convention setup. He won it convincingly. He never right. trailed in any of the rounds of voting. So he he showed the organization to win there, and that's no mean feat. That took real organizational moxie. But I also think he comes out of it kind of a blank slate. But he's a business guy. He's the kind of a business guy that Republicans used to support. Uh, you know. Uh, as a matter of, of course. And I have said publicly, I think the race is a toss-up going into November. Does that mean it's going to be uh, edifying? Are we going to learn anything? Are we going to maybe feel better about our choices? <laughs> I guarantee you we won't. By com- come September, we're going to be wanting to burn our television set. You always are that. But, You're that person. Be- You've always been that way, Norm. You always have. I'm actually excited, man. I can't wait for Yunkin to trounce all T-Max stuff. I can't wait. I, lo- I want ads. Of course, I'm a geek like that, but you're probably right about most people. Like, get out of this! This is ridiculous. Well, yeah, yeah. Most most people, Scott, who don't need help, and I think you need help, uh, <laughs> <laughs> will 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 not not really enjoy the experience. And it's going to be expensive. This, I, it has oh. all the hallmarks of becoming the most expensive race Virginia will have ever seen for governor. No doubt. Well, T Max, so, yeah, buckle up. Yeah, yeah, and T Max going to New York this week to raise money, so he's uh, he's going there. I mean, what, where else would you go if you're a liberal Democrat? By the way, I don't mind him going anywhere to get money. I, I expect Youngkin to kind of do the same. It just proves the politics are what they are. You know, T Max a liberal, and he'll go to New York and get a lot of money, and Youngkin should go to uh, Oklahoma, I suppose. I don't know, but anyway. Uh, well, yeah, but the thing is, the money is all green, and it all spends the same way. And I think a lot of people forget that. And and that candidates will go where the money is. Uh, be it, in, there's a lot of Republicans who go to New York too, Scott. Don't don't. No, no, that, no, uh, no. I completely uh, understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, but you know that, that's exactly what they'll do. They go where the money is, and the money is going to find its way here anyway, 
because a lot of national attention is going to is, is already on this race. It, well, so, that's because, um, I, and, and that's good for people like you and me. I mean, we love politics. We love elections every year, and that's we eat and breathe this stuff. So it's good for us. But I also think people look at Virginia in an off election time, and they think this could be a bellwether. If Virginia goes red and Yunkin ends up winning this thing, it could be a sign of other good things for Republicans. No? Yes? Well, yeah, they, they typically, Virginia, Virginia is looked at as kind of a bellwether. Is this what we might expect in the first midterm election of the new president's term? Well, it's more of an indication. What might we expect in 2022? Remember, that's the first midterm of Mr. Biden's first uh, first term in office. And usually those are really rocky for an incumbent president, regardless of party. They usually lose ground in Congress. Their party suffers. Uh, maybe that'll be true again. Who can say? But what also Virginia will be is a test bed for tactics, messaging, yep. organizational stuff, you good, name it, up and point. down. We're going to be the test, the test bed for it. So Incredibly it's going to be, I agree, it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating to watch. How can people follow Norm Leahy? How can they do that? Well, <laughs> I'm not hard to find. You can follow me on Twitter at Norm underscore Leahy, L-E-A-H-Y. Um, I do, I, I, I'm eager to listen and eager to learn. And I write a lot in the post about the things that I hope that I've learned. I try to write about things as they are and not as I wish them to be. Yeah, that, you've been uh, always like that. Sometimes it's difficult. Yeah, and I, of course I'm the guy that well, wish. I'm the guy that wishes. You're the guy that's like Scott. That's not real, and that's always <laughs> been that way. Thanks, man. Always good to talk to you, Norm. You're a great American. Thanks, care, Scott. Yeah, appreciate you. That's Norm Leahy. He is a columnist for the Washington Post and a good friend of the Lee brothers. And a, Richard would say a truly great American. All right, coming up, T-Max on his way to New York to get money. And there's something else in Virginia. Quote from, uh, uh, what article is that from? Oh, Richmond Free Press. Quote, black influence in Virginia politics. What is that? In 60 seconds, I'll tell you. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative, dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers.
Oh, I'm wore out just thinking about the election coming up. It's going to be intense. Yunkin better win. I'll lose my mind if he doesn't. It's not that I love Yunkin, although this song helps a little bit. Glenn Yunkin! Governor T-Mac! What a combination for the Commonwealth. Yeah! All right, so let me just tell you what I think this is going to be about. It's going to be an interesting election, but I think this is going to come down to one thing, and that is the, um, the, the parole issue with T-Mac as governor. See, T-Mac wants to parole everybody. That's his main issue. And I think it's a, uh, it's a security issue for, the, for Virginia. I think as Youngkin begins to run against uh, Terry McAuliffe, that he should play the ad where he talks about, I'm about being a governor of parole. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. I'm about getting people parole. What is that? But listen, I'm about getting people parole. That's what he's about. I'm not about law and order. Forget that. When you break the law and you go to jail, I'm about... But listen, I'm about getting people parole. This is what the whole thing should be about, in my opinion. Seriously, take the Democratic Party on on law and order because they're the anti-party of this. You just heard at the top of the last hour, uh, AOC talking about if we can't be putting people in jail. We should be building hospitals because criminals should go to the hospital. I don't even know what she means. But this is the race will be about this. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. Uh-huh, sure. Nobody ever said life with me was going to be easy. I can't believe we're going through TMAC again. I just cannot believe we're going to have this whole thing again. Let me tell you something. I think this party on the Republicans is one that can actually articulate conservative principles and the law and order case, and I think they can win. And in Virginia, we're about to see if we can't win now, and, and I know I've said this before and many people have, we can't win in Virginia with this ticket. I don't think we can ever win again. And I'm concerned about whole mail-in balloting, that kind of thing, but th- this is a great ticket, and it is mainstream conservative ticket. It's not one that's radical right or whatever that even looks like. They're just not. They're, they're mainstream conservatism, and that against radical leftist liberalism will win in Virginia if it's played right. Youngkin ought to live in Northern Virginia. I wouldn't even come out of that, that part. T-Mac is going to New York to raise money in his campaign for cash. Tickets starting at this event are 1000 to $5,000 up in New York. Like I was saying to Norm Leahy, it's not that he's going to New York to raise money, but it is an indication of who he is. This man is a liberal Democrat, and um, the, the contrast could not be greater. In, in every single area, T-Mac wants more people on the government handout the dole. He will treat the citizens of Virginia as serfs and peasants, and they can't do anything unless he is there to help, including if you are a minority, as he likes to think. If you're a minority, you're, you can't do jack. Don't count on the Republicans to help because they won't. He thinks the answer is you to hire T-Mac in the governor mansion, and that is the only way blacks will survive in Virginia. It's disgusting. You know, talk down to me without talking down to me is what the liberals do. This race will focus on identity politics. I know Norman and I talked about it a little bit, but 
It's all about identity. Everything to the left is identity politics. Everything. Conservatives have never cared about the color of your skin, your gender identity, or who you love, as the left likes to say. We don't care we don't, because we don't want to know those things. You know what we want to know? The conservative philosophy and how you can articulate it and implement it. If you will cut regulation, if you will get rid of bills instead of make new ones, if you will expand freedom instead of shrink it, that's what we want to know. And it, what, that has nothing to do with the color of your skin, which is why it bothers me when I read richmondsfreepress.com paper this week. And the top of the article says, primary victories put several black candidates in positions to win. Isn't that an interesting title? Victories put black candidates in position to win. Why wouldn't it say they're Democrat candidates or candidates to win? This is all about color because the next sentence says this. Black influence in Virginia politics appears to be growing. What is black influence? What is that? How come when people read the article, they don't say, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, is, is, there, is there a white influence? What is the difference between a black influence and a white influence? And a Latino, oh, Asian Pacific Islander influence. What is the difference? It's so insane that we talk this way. It's almost become commonplace now. The results from Tuesday's primary show three new black candidates in Portsmouth, Prince William County, and the Northern Neck won Democrat nomination fights. Virtually all incumbent black delegates were able to declare victory over challengers. Overall, it was a good night, said Delegate Lam, uh, Lamont Bagby. He's the chairman of the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus. A good night because the color of their skin. This has always been about identity politics for the left. Except it's really not. It's about if the color of your skin is correct, in their mind it must be black, according to the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus. That's one thing. But if you're a black conservative, you can't get in. Come up in 60 seconds, a black congressman accused Congressional Black Caucus in Washington, D.C. of denying him membership because he's a conservative. Oh, you mean it's about policy and not the color of your skin? That in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five-O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPills, the number two, Go.com. MyPills, the number two, Go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. 
Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. I don't think there ought to be such thing as a congressional black caucus or a Virginia legislative black caucus. If, can there be a white one? Of course not. Can there be an Asian one? I guess that's okay too. But the whole thing is racist. The whole thing puts emphasis where it shouldn't be. I mean, I can understand the Freedom Caucus. They don't base anything on something you can't control, like the color of your skin or the color of your hair. I don't know. We have a blonde. Do we have a blonde caucus? I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's asinine. It's stupid. But there is such thing as a congressional black caucus. Byron Donalds is a Republican from Florida. is accusing the black caucus of discriminating against him. <laughs> I love this stuff when it turns around. Why? Because he's a Republican denying him membership. Wait a minute. I thought, by definition, Congressional Black Caucus puts all the emphasis on one thing. The color of your skin. How could you be denied if you're black? Who created the rules here? Aren't these the rules? I mean, look at the name of your caucus. Congressional Black Caucus. If you're black, you're in, baby. That is, if you're in Congress. So what is it? Could it be something more? So this congressman, Republican Donalds from Florida, was on CNN. Here's how this conversation went when the, the, the CNN reporter is trying to explain it could be something different. We have seen across so many states that, if passed, will effectively reduce voting access of black Americans. Do you think that that is something that might be incongruent with the mission of the CBC, the Congressional Black Caucus. So don't you think it's about policy? Uh, It's exactly what it's about. It's about policy and the color of your skin. So you have to be black, but you have to be a certain persuasion politically. So they should change their name. It should be the Congressional Black Liberal Caucus. So there's two things that get you into the group. You got to be black you got to be liberal. These are the things you've got to <laughs> They screwed up the name. They put so much emphasis on black, but it has nothing to do with that. It's only if you are a black liberal. Like the National Advancement, the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. It's not about that. It's a national advancement of liberal colored people. When are we going to get this right? It's not only about the color of your skin, although they play it like it is. It's about liberalism. That's what it's about. I got so much to share with you coming up. I, we got to talk about. We got to talk about how apple pie is now genocide. You can't have that. And coming up, this uh, climate change now requiring us to kick the moon out of its orbit. Insanity. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Mojo Five O dot com. We built this city. 
On climate change. Sane. Just after the bottom of the half hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left is Richard Lee, who is, who is sick, who is not here. We cover your prayers as he continues to work through some uh, health issues, and um, he will, he'll be fine, he'll, he'll recover, he'll be great. His attitude is... Uh, beyond phenomenal so uh no worries there but uh richard lee uh will covet your prayers as do i as he'll return next week as a truly great american that's the lee brother update also mojo50.com mojo50.com go there click on the lee brothers takes you directly to our page where you get to see ben shapiro talk about these woke corporations now that's worth your time if you do anything go there Mojo50.com, click on the Lee Brothers, takes you right to our page, and uh, you'll see Mark Robinson, the lieutenant governor from North Carolina, unbelievable human being. This is one of the best speeches. If this doesn't make it nationally and put him in the national stage, nothing will. Unbelievable. And he's a black American, not that that matters, but it's phenomenal to see uh, passion from anyone with those words, which you'll enjoy. Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. The um, th- this climate thing is so ridiculous. Joe Biden uh, goes to Europe, surrounds himself at a rally of uh, American soldiers. And remember, he's rallying against the Russian hackers and, and Chinese origins, and that's what he's doing. So he, he, it's the most ridiculous thing. He's got the whole military behind him. He's surrounded by him, and he tells them the greatest threat, the physical threat to the military is climate change. Military sat us down to let us know what the greatest threats facing America were, the greatest physical threats. Physical. This is not a joke. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I thought it was a joke. It sounded like a joke. It will when it's done. And then you'll start laughing and go, you sure this wasn't a joke? But he promised it's not. It's not a joke. Thanks, Joe. This is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us the greatest threat facing America was? Here we go. Global warming. Because there'll be significant population movements, fights over land, millions of people leaving places because they're literally sinking below the sea in Indonesia. So dumb. Because of the fights over what is arable land anymore. And that, why would that cause our military to be a physical threat? Because people are moving to high ground? Is, oh, no. What? By the way, the Navy floats. We have ships. It's, that's, it doesn't matter how high the ocean is. I don't know how it's a threat to the military. But this is, this is ridiculous. By the way, the people who preach this the most are buying oceanfront property. They don't believe this for three seconds. But somehow, it's a national security threat? Now, we actually have the clips of Obama saying this not so many years ago. Here is what Joe Biden is referring to. The Pentagon has already said that uh, climate change is a primary national security threat that we're going to face. And and, uh, we are working with the Department of Defense uh, to start preparing for that and (laughs) mitigating for that. We got bombs. A lot of our international uh, policy and national security policy is centered around uh, the very real concerns that that's going to raise. But we also deeper for real. They're, they're for real. They really think that global warming is a military threat. How insane is that? Obama went on to, and said this. 
But I am convinced that no challenge poses a greater threat to our future and future generations than a changing climate. No threat. And that's what brings us here today. No threat. The Pentagon says that climate change poses immediate risks to our national security. How? You mean that building up by D.C., the Pentagon, which is our military hub, actually thinks that if the temperature rises two degrees, it's a threat to our military? These people, they're not rational. And even if it were true, even if somehow the planet's going to attack us and we need to have our Pentagon prepared for it, what is, what, what do we do about it? Have you ever thought about that? What do we do about it? Uh, but we only have one planet. Oh, that's right. We only have one planet. Now there's others. We can go to Mars. But what do we do about it if it's true? We do nothing. We're the cleanest country on the planet. But to prove this whole thing is stupid and ignorant, and they make the most irrational statements that nobody challenges, this is the epitome of the dumbest global warming, climate fear-mongering, nature Nazi statement of all time by Barack Obama. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. It's hard to even comment on something. that is he really saying that we shouldn't raise the standards of everyone in the planet? Does he really believe that if we have air conditioning, which cools air, will make the planet boil over? What? He said that on a national stage as President of the United States. Perhaps, and there's a huge competition for this, the dumbest possible statement. The planet's not going to boil over if we're productive, if we advance, if everyone's driving a car. <laughs> it's just, it's a joke. This stuff actually, actually resonates with people. They're out there scared out of their mind, like COVID scare. The government has a purpose. If we can scare you, you will submit because the government can help. COVID was that way. Had to scare you to death to make you comply. Vaccination in every arm. You can't go out of your house. It's too frightening. The government's here to help. And it worked. Same thing with climate change. You've got to scare you so bad that you will give up your natural, God-given freedoms for a lie. And by the way, you might say, well, what policy could come from this? And you know the policies. If you don't think they're going to try to control the temperature of your home, the car you drive, they already do. The, the, the where we get electricity. By the way, the, this idea of batteries are the best thing ever. We know we're running out of the, uh, the essential elements to do that. Fossil fuels will disappear, Scott. Well, so will silver and all the things required to make batteries. There's a backlog on that right now. The best form is actually nuclear energy, but we'll never get there. But what's, what, what's amazing about this is it, it breeds this idea that as human beings, we get control of the temperature of the planet as if there, we know what it should be, which is even more of an audacity statement you can imagine. Human beings, us on this planet, we think we know that this is the correct temperature right now, right, right now, not two years from now, not 10, 20 years behind us. Right now is the ideal temperature of the planet. We know because we're smart humans, it must stay at this temperature. As if we even knew. 
And then the second part is, we know it's supposed to be this temperature, but now we can go adjust it like a thermostat on the wall? This is stupidity. But it's raised itself in Congress. You want to hear stupidity? Louis Gomer, who's a Republican, said this this week. Uh, informed by the immediate past director of NASA that they have found that the moon's orbit is changing slightly, and so is the Earth's orbit around the sun. Uh, we know there's been uh, significant solar flare activity. Um, by the way, he's talking about things way beyond us. Solar flares. Oh, yeah, we can control that off. On the sun. And and we've determined that the orbit's changing. Well, these things are great. Why, why are you even discussing them? Well, here's why. And so is there anything that the National Forest Service or BLM can do to... By the way, BLM is the uh, Bureau of Labor and Management of the Land. Um, land and, and, and Management is what it is. So sorry. Come Continue on, Louis Gomer, because this is good. BLM can do to... Uh, change the course of the moon's orbit or the Earth's orbit around the sun, obviously that would have profound effects on our climate. Well, is that that a real, real question? Is there anything this government agency can do to change the orbit of the moon? But, and if you said yes... Wow, that might have some implications. Do we know which direction it would go? This is real thought in Washington, D.C., and we should fund these people more? We should send them more of our tax dollars? This is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. If we can control the orbit of the moon and the impact of it, it could change the temperature of the planet. Yeah, it might. It, it, you know what? It could. It could make it colder. It could make it hotter. Do you know which way to turn the thermostat on the wall, Louis Gomer? Does the uh, Bureau of Land Management happen to know which way the moon should go? And does anyone really thought the answer to that is really changing the moons? What are we? What are we, Armageddon again? What do we have? Bruce Willis is going to go up there and drill a hole in the moon and set off a nuclear device because the temperature of the planet went up two degrees? Which, by the way, many would argue that two degrees is a good thing. There's longer time to plant uh, uh, food. It could be a lot better, a lot better if the temperature were warmer. People aren't dying from warm weather. They're dying from cold weather on the planet. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. This actually is real thought. I want to change the course of the moon, he says. Man, we have delusions of grandeur. You are an ant on an elephant's butt. You're a human being. Quit thinking you can control the thermostat that doesn't even exist on the wall of the planet. You know, for one thing, I don't want you messing with the moon, honestly. I I really don't. Leave the moon alone. This whole thing was put in place by God. And by the way, I'm pretty sure he didn't just walk away. My opinion. All right, coming up. COVID. There was unvaccinated students singled out, marked with numbers at a high school prom. There's nothing to see here. In 60 seconds, I'll tell you. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative, dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. Crank it up. I'll tell you, I just, I, I just can't believe the left thinks they can control so much of the planet. You know, the General Assembly, one of the first things those Democrats did when they gained control here in Virginia is they passed a bill that allowed the localities in Virginia to raise taxes on plastic, on plastic bags. So... Fredericksburg is considering that. Roanoke is too. We got to have a tax on plastic shopping bags, they say, because it's so bad. Thanks to the Democrats that allowed this to do that. Here is what a council member, Tim Duffy, said. The issue of plastic is such a huge problem in this country. Okay. Why? It's not going in the ocean. The United States of America is not dumping plastic in the ocean, China is. And seven other cesspool rivers are dumping crap into the ocean. It's not our problem. We're not doing that. We're not. We throw it away. We typically recycle it. This guy says only 10% of the plastic ever gets recycled. So where's it going? It's not going in the ocean. We're actually reusing it. That's what America does. But see, this guy says we have to find a way to reduce it because it's a problem. Now, we need to give more freedom and let people decide how to do that. But no, now we get a tax. Like, prices are rising like crazy, and now you get power to the government to enact a tax on plastic bags. Here's how serious the plastic bag is. You know how serious it is? He's so concerned about it in Fredericksburg, Virginia, that the tax does not apply to produce bags, meat bags, trash bags, or other bags purchased in bulk. Wait a minute. I thought this was serious. I thought we had to save the planet. Either it's serious or it's not. Tax it all or don't tax any of it. I just love liberal do-gooders. They know better than you anyway. Thank God we have them in government because then they can enforce their policies on you and me. Speaking of forcing policies on you and me, Virginia now is uh, getting rid of our state of emergency as a result of COVID. It ends June 30th. So in a couple weeks, you will no longer be required to wear a mask or anything of that such in Virginia. So once again, our benevolent, caring dictator, by the way of Ralph Northam, has found it in his 
uh, heart of hearts to allow you as, you know, the good little citizen to, um, to go out and do what you want. Now, you couldn't have made those decisions during COVID. You're just too dumb. I mean, if we allowed you to go to a bar, you might go there. You might go have a drink, and you can't have that. Now, thank God Ralph Northam was there to stop you from being free because you didn't know how dangerous it was. Only he knew how dangerous it was, and thank God he knew. Thank God it's ending because it's insane. Meanwhile, Virginia just spent $20 million in vaccination outreach. Outreach. Once again, you're stupid surfing peasant in Virginia. You don't know better. We need a campaign to tell you to go get vaccinated. And if you don't, we got to make a campaign stronger. We got to spend $20 million to convince you that you're dumb. You should get vaccinated. And you're an idiot if you don't. And if you do, we'll give you French fries for free or a donut. Or you can enter into the lottery or a beer, as Biden said this week. Man, talk about. Talk down to me without talking down to me. Tell me that Virginia citizens are stupid without telling us we're stupid. $20 million on a vaccination. It's unbelievable, isn't it? We could have saved $20 million because you know what? I have confidence in the people of Virginia. They will do what they think is right for their families and them. They're not idiots. I know, Ralph Northam, you think we are. And every Democrat in the General Assembly, we're dumb and stupid and don't know until we have a campaign to tell us to get vaccinated. It's, just a, it's asinine. By the way, there are other asinine things that are quite scary, in fact. Unvaccinated students at a prom in New Hampshire were singled out and marked with a number on their arm with magic markers by the teacher. Teachers used Sharpies to write numbers on the skin of students who had not been vaccinated. How'd that go down? Let me tell you something. You stop my kid at a prom and say, if you've been vaccinated, I'm going to laugh in your face and say they can go in and do what they want. But they stop them and ask them, show me your papers. If you have no papers, you must put this mark upon your body. Wow, that sounds radically familiar. Anyway, so the students got the number applied to their arm. And every third song, third song was played, the numbered students had to raise their hands so the names could be recorded for contact tracing purposes. I don't know how this stuff gets played out. Where are the parents? What, what happened? Who's enforcing this stuff? I've always, and here's the other thing. Why do you have to do that? I, if the kids don't have a number statute or tattooed on their arm by their teachers, they're vaccinated. And if they're vaccinated... Why do we have to go through this process? They're vaccinated. Why are the vaccinated scared of the unvaccinated? What's happening here? Of course they shouldn't be. They're vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, why do you care that I'm not or someone else isn't or some student in high school who literally has almost a .0001% chance of dying from COVID you're concerned about? It doesn't impact students. It just doesn't. Why are we so scared about a prom? There was also a list available for all to see that included the names of every child and their vaccination status. Oh, this is, this is craziness. This is insanity. COVID was not 
missed by the tyrants. It was embraced. People love this kind of power. If, in, in my world, it never came to that point. I never thought we should force vaccinations, encourage vaccinations. We could say oh, there's a vaccination. If you want it, great. If you feel like you're in a risk situation and never had COVID-19, perhaps you take it. Now the Cleveland Clinic has come out and said, if you had COVID, there is zero reason for you to get vaccinated. What? That's not what CDC is saying. And the CDC is the alphabet soup of truth and honesty and power. We must listen to them. COVID or Cleveland Clinic came out and said, no, no, if you, antibodies could last a year or more. In fact, some are saying if you had COVID-19, the rest of your body for the rest of your life will fight against this thing. Why screw it up with a vaccination? In fact, doctors at Cleveland Clinic said it is a better chance of you not getting COVID again with COVID uh, antibodies than the actual vaccine. Not hearing that, are you? What's happening here? There, there's, this is, COVID is now used as a political weapon against people who disagree, not only politically, but disagree on anything. Isn't it interesting that all the press has been proven wrong on every single COVID claim they made? Hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. Turns out it does. COVID uh, antibodies, gone. They're gone in 30 days. Not true. The China virus was a bat virus. Not true. Turns out it was in a lab in China. Wow. Is anyone trusting the mainstream media anymore? Jeez, it's just a scary time. Unbelievable. You ought to take everything that you see and make sure everyone in your social group sees it so that they can see this is insane. We're now marking the arms of kids. No issue to see here. Nothing to see, in fact. Move on. LeeBrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Happily promoting the four Fs, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPillsTheNumberTwoGo.com. Now it's so easy. With MyPillsToGo.com, my daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsTheNumber2Go.com. MyPillsTheNumber2Go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. <laughs> okay. Turn my mic on. Then that is a wrap. And with Richard was here, he'd tell us what kind of food wrap it is. Miss that guy. Richard will be back next week. Just got a text from him. He's great health and uh, cheered up and said the show sucks without him. Which, by the way, I incredibly agree with him. 
All right, so um, normally we win this show, and Richard and I go back and forth on what we learned today in honor of the late Doc Thompson, who ended every one of his shows with what did we learn today and is the founder of Mojo Five O, where our current show is heard every Saturday at 11 a.m. But I want to cover a couple of things with you real, real quickly. One is this, uh, you see the apple pie is now a genocide of igneous, uh, indigenous people. A left-wing writer from Guardian eats apple pie, and all he can taste is the genocide of the indigenous people. His name, Ralph Patel, wrote in the article of The Guardian, food injustice has deep roots. <laughs> Who thinks this way? Food injustice has its roots? Let's start with the American apple pie. This guy is whacked, and anyone who thinks this way is also whacked. doesn't make any sense. Uh, uh, everything is offensive now. The apple pie is offensive. He says, the apple pie is an American as stolen land, wealth, and labor. We live its consequences today. Man, I thought it was just an apple pie. And I thought Chick-fil-A just made a sandwich. It turns out that the left can't just enjoy good food. They can't. They ruin everything. So now the apple pie is a threat to some. Only the really whacked who need, quite honestly, mental help. Texas Christian University has removed freshmen from its name. No more freshmen. The school will now re- refer to students in college for the first time as first-year students. Oh, that's creative. You know, our entire lives, we grew up with the word freshman and never, ever thought it was offensive. I mean, we just went on. It was freshman. What is that? Is it, it means you're first-year student. Oh, you mean it doesn't mean that? Of course not. Freshman means fresh man. It means it's a gender statement. It's not. Either is chairman. It's not a gender statement either. Either is mankind. These people are insane. They lost their mind. Hey, we opened up the show with um, with these things going on in our schools with transgenderism and everything else. Hashtag protect every kid petition. Hashtag protect every kid petition. Check it out. You can join there. Check us out, but find it at mojo50.com, mojo50.com. And, of course, we podcast there, mojo50.com and leebrothers.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.